y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and encourage you and remind you that you don't mom alone. And in this episode number 379, I am introducing you to a new friend of mine, Kara Trakta. And we're at a point where we get to start to explore that. These moms who are in middle, middle motherhood, a lot of times what ends up happening is like to your point, they don't really feel like they have this purpose. The kids aren't at home. They don't know what to do. They tend to get stuck in a lot of the shoulds. I should be doing this. Like I should be working out. I should be, you know, going back to work, just kind of all the shoulds. And so that really like keeps them stuck in like not having any clarity or vision for the future. We are taking a little aside from our Ages and Stages series talking about our children's development to focus in on a stage for moms, a stage that my guest this week, Kara, has coined middle motherhood. So what is middle motherhood? Well, she defines it as this place between when our children aren't launched into adulthood, but they're no longer maybe asking for their juice boxes to be open 1,675 times a day anymore. And I know every mom's journey is unique. Perhaps your children have always been in daycare and you have been working outside the home. Perhaps you have chosen not to send them to school and they are home with you all day. There is still a season in our lives of middle motherhood where we have maybe forgotten to dream for ourselves, to figure out who God made us to be and to focus in and realign that with where we're headed. And so Kara's goal is to coach moms in this middle season. And practically to even figure out how do you spend your days? How do you spend your time? And where do you fall on that priority list? We're gonna get to all that today. I'm super excited about it. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Kara, welcome to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Hey, Heather. Thanks so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be a guest and to talk with you. Well, we were saying you're reaching out to me coincided with another mom sliding into my DMs. And it was like God was directing this conversation to happen, which is what he's doing in all of our lives. And so I wanted to start with the message I received. I won't go into too much detail, but it was a mom. And she said, my youngest started first grade and I feel lost. I feel like there's a career for me, but I don't know how to find it. I've been working as a realtor for nine years, but very part-time. It does not fulfill me. People are crazy. Do you have any past podcasts addressing how to go about finding your part two or your next career? What's next? And you reached out around the same time and you were like, I help moms find their next. And I was like, oh, we have to do this episode. And we're doing an ages and stages series. And this would fit perfectly right after we cover those elementary years, like to help guide the mom. So thank you for being available. Um, Before we get into your coaching and guidance, why don't you give us a little insight into your story and how you even discovered the need for yourself? Yeah. Um, So I am a mom of three. I have a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. So my youngest just went to kindergarten. So I can definitely relate to the mom that um, slid into your DMs. (laughs) But I would say that I didn't really know um, my next chapter two years ago. So I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and felt like that's just what I was going to do for for a life and for a career. But I stayed at home for for nine years and 
my youngest really started going to school most days out of the week about two years ago. And so it felt like, well, I guess it's just time. I guess I should just go back to work. I have this degree. I should use it. You know, kind of that feeling of like, I need to prove my worth to my husband, to my family now that my kids are all in school. And so I kind of jumped back into um, nutrition and specifically intuitive eating. And I'm not sure if you know about intuitive eating, but it's really about like the mind body connection to guide you in how you eat and really leaving behind dieting and weight loss and a lot of healing when it comes to body image. So it was a big step personally for me, but when I learned it for myself from a nutrition standpoint, I felt like, okay, I got to share this with all the women. They need to know that there's another way besides yeah. just dieting and, you know, being like so hard on themselves about their body. So I jumped into that and I started working with a business coach at the same time because I knew nothing about having a business. And over the course of you know, the last two and a half years, she has also guided me as a life coach. And so what I was seeing as as my youngest Brian was transitioning into being away from home was I was trying to like force this career and force this thing to happen. And I didn't really stop to evaluate like, what was what did I want in life? Like I felt very pressured into going back to work, but it wasn't fulfilling me like in, in any former fashion. Like what was fulfilling me, you know, being home with my kids, I didn't take time to really like work through that. And so in working with my own life coach, I really found a way to create that next chapter um, using a very, very specific framework that she had. And then I got the opportunity to actually become a coach myself, a life coach myself using her, her process and her framework. And I saw how it played into my life as this mom who was transitioning to the, into the next chapter. And just like big questions of who am I now? Who am I? And what do I do next? And because this process helped me answer those questions for myself, I felt like God was putting it on my heart to take this and share it with all the moms in the world. Because I think that it's, it's a struggle that we don't always acknowledge. And so I mean, like shout out to the mom who reached out to you because it takes a lot of vulnerability and a lot of the courage to say I'm lost. And, and I know that personally. And so that's kind of how I got to where I am now. Yes. If you are in that place and all of this is resonating, you are not alone, right? That's our whole thing. The feelings are there, but it's not often labeled or identified or there's no clear direction or book or help or in, and if women aren't talking to each other about it, it's tricky. Yeah. And even if you were, you know, maybe you weren't working in a traditional job while you were staying home, but you were heavily involved in some volunteer efforts, whether that's through, you know, a church group or a school or whatever. And you're even finding like, that's not fulfilling you in the way you thought. I mean, you have coined a phrase for this. I have. What is, what did you call it? Um, so I call it call this phase of life middle motherhood. When I say like new mom or stay at home mom, people can get a really clear vision of like what that mom's doing and what she's going through. And if I say empty nester mom, people can visualize okay what that mom's going through. But nobody was really talking about this phase of life where you know maybe like you said you have been heavily involved in 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 a job or in volunteering or or being a stay at home mom and then all of a sudden 
your kids are in school all day long and and you don't know what to do. You don't know how to spend your day. And that's a huge, huge transition for us as moms. Nobody was talking about it. Nobody was really offering a whole lot of support for that mom. And so I came up with the, the phrase middle motherhood and really saw this as an opportunity to help guide that mom who is in that phase. Oftentimes, women who are moms wait until they get to that empty nester phase before they start asking these questions and doing this work. And I want to help more moms start that process a little bit earlier. So they're not getting to, you know, I don't know, 50 years old and, and, and thinking like, wow, like, yes, what I did was meaningful, but also now what do I do? So like, we're just asking the question I? a little like bit you, earlier. Yeah. I think that you can sometimes in the process of mothering, lose yourself a bit and forget like who you are and what you love and what you're about and how God made you. And so, yeah, doing that work a little bit sooner, I think is a gift. And I think our generations are doing a better job maybe than what was modeled for us. But so there really isn't quite a model of how to do that. No, I agree. So tell us like a little bit what this all looks like and this opportunity. So, um, you know, middle motherhood, I kind of have like some key identifiers of like Mm. maybe moms who would really benefit from looking at this as an opportunity in their life. Because to, to your point, we, we sometimes lose ourselves and it's not so much that like we necessarily maybe need to find who we were before because we are not the same person who we were before That's we true. were moms. Yeah. So it's really about understanding like God called you to be mom. That was part of his plan for you, but he's also called you to be more like you were made for more. And we're at a point where we get to start to explore that these moms who are in middle, middle motherhood, a lot of times what ends up happening is like to your point, they don't really feel like they have this purpose. The kids aren't at home. They don't know what to do. They tend to get stuck in a lot of the shoulds. I should be doing this. Like I should be working out. I should be, you know, going back to work, just kind of all the shoulds. And so that really like keeps them stuck in like not having any clarity or vision for the future. And what I find really interesting is sometimes that happens because in some ways we've really have like achieved the life that we dreamed of. Like 16 year old Kara is like, you did it. You went, you got good grades. You went to college. You had a career. You got married. You had kids. Awesome. You achieved everything you ever wanted in life. And then, you know, 35 year old Kara is like, wait a minute. Like I have a whole lot of life left to live. And so, you know, somewhere along the way, we just kind of stop that dreaming because we don't often take the time to think about like what we even want tomorrow, much less what the future holds for us. And I think sometimes we end up like pushing our dreams, the things that we have always wanted to achieve onto our kids. So then we start kind of living vicariously through them. And so, you know, it's just, it's just a really interesting situation to be in. And I find like a lot of us, we're not unhappy in our life. We're just kind of lukewarm in life. It's like, we're not unhappy, but we just kind of feel like something's missing or something's off. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for many of us, that leads into kind of the development of, of, you know, maybe some bad, bad habits. Um, or things that we try to use to distract us from like this discomfort that we're feeling. Like 
we really aren't going to find fulfillment in social media or target runs or online shopping. Um, you know, from the, the health and wellness perspective, I, I worked with a lot of women who emotional eating and overeating became the way that they filled their void. They were like buffering from the, this discomfort and buffering from like having to answer these really hard questions. And so ultimately we're like living really, really busy lives, but we're really unfulfilled. Yeah. No, that's hitting on some hot buttons there. Target <laughs> runs. Uh-oh. Here we go. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good target run. No, but yes, I think it's, they're cope, they're socially acceptable coping mechanisms. They don't always solve the problem. Like my bank account can't handle a daily target run when I'm feeling discomfort. Yeah. Or all those influencer links on the social media that, (laughs) yeah, all the online. I totally, yes. And so talk us through, like if we have stopped dreaming or, you know, I'm realizing as you're talking and, and I write about this in my next book that's coming out in April, little teaser, um, called right where you belong is my own journey, my career journey. I started podcasting when my kids were the ages that you're talking about that became where I took my gifts and talents and interests and started that to be my next thing and writing books. And like, that is what gives me life right now in this season, but that it wasn't like a thought out choice. Like I'm thinking I'm in the mid, I'm in middle motherhood. I should start podcasting. I didn't think it like that, but you have the ability to coach moms if they are feeling exactly what you're talking about. They have stopped dreaming. So you feel like this is a great opportunity. Don't not to feel condemnation if you resonate with what you just described, but to get excited because that means you're ready. Yeah. Okay. So moms in this season of middle motherhood, one thing that does fall to the bottom of the list, at least for me is often shopping for myself. I don't make the time to go in a store and then sometimes I end up shopping online, things show up and they don't fit me, right? They're not my style. Well, this is where I have loved Stitch Fix. And what I've did recently is I knew I needed a new fall boot. So I went on Stitch Fix. I had already taken the style quiz. They already had all the things I've previously ordered from them. And so then they send me recommendations. I have kind of like my own little online shop that is in my style, in my sizes. It's so quick. I went on, I typed in boots. The cutest cowboy boots came up. They're like a really streamlined modern cowboy boot version, like a suede, light suede. Anyway, they're adorable. And it was already in my size. I clicked by and I'm not joking, they showed up the next day. That to me is putting myself first, but also saving time. I want to do the same for you. They can even send you five different pieces that you can try on at home. You can keep what you love, send back what you don't. The shipping, the returns, the exchanges are all easy and free. And there's no subscription. You could try it one time if you need a fall refresh or you just want it delivered over and over. And there's never any hidden fees. You can even get men's and kids clothes. So sign up today at stitchfix.com slash DMA to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash DMA to get $20 off your first purchase. This is a limited time offer and purchase within two days of sign up. 
instead of looking at it from like this lost and confused state or this negativity, like flip that and say, wow, like I have an opportunity to like reinvent myself, to explore and discover and like really begin to write your next chapter in this next season. Mm -hmm. It's like you're turning the page and, um, you know, something that hit me really, really hard. It was like this big wake up call was when I really started to uncover and unpack like how that, you know, we are God's creation and he calls us to create with him. And when we're turning this page, we basically are writing our page in God's history book. Like we, we get to do that. And that was a huge, huge wake up call to me to understand that like I get to decide and I get to choose what I'm passionate about. And, and I get to like co-work with God on this. And this is awesome. Right. Because that means that the, the possibilities are endless. And I, and I get that for so many women, it's sometimes hard to see that possibility because we're so afraid we'll miss out on everything as mom if we start to pursue those those purposes and passions. And so what I do is I coach and I mentor moms like your listeners and really figuring out what's next for them. And I use a really specific framework because it helps them like really live this completely aligned life with God's purpose because we're, we're figuring out how to co-work and collaborate with God all along the way. But it also allows you to complement who you are as a mom. So it's really not, it, it really allows it to bring the two together because I think so many times we feel like it's an either or. Either I focus on being a mom or I focus on this thing for myself. And this framework and, and the coaching program I have really allows those two things to come together, which I think is, is very important in motherhood because we never want to give that part of it up. And so like, I just get excited that it all comes together, but it really, really starts by having like that clear vision of what you want in life, like really taking the time to, to ask yourself those questions. And the thing is, is you did it once in your life. Like when you were a teenager, you dreamed about what life was going to be like. It's just somewhere along the way, we kind of got, you know, stuck and drugged down and kind of life. And so just knowing that you have the ability to, to dream and visualize and, and, you know, think about what you want is, is huge and give yourself that permission. And then, you know, kind of when we do that, what I help you work through is really creating a set of goals. And it's like a unique process of taking this huge vision, right? All of these possibilities and then narrowing it down into like, what's the one thing, what's the first big step that you're going to take towards that future. So what, but when you're talking and helping people refine their vision, what kind of questions do you ask them? Oh, okay. So things like we kind of break it down into different categories. And so around like your health, wellness, and your fitness, around your relationships, your your marriage, your friendships, you know, who you are as a parent. And one of the like the cool tools that we use is this idea of creating future memories. And so what I challenge my clients to do and what I help them do is tap into like a future memory. We know we know like past memories, but like one of my future memories is I see this house when my kids are older that all of us fit comfortably in. Like there's room for everybody and it's decorated at Christmas. I can see it clear as day in, in my head. I don't know what that house is. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know, you know, where it is, but tapping into some of those future memories. So we really, you know, ask questions like, you know, if money was not an object, what would you do? Like, what would you do in life? 
like from a career perspective or a finance perspective, if you had more money, how would you spend it? Like what kind of charities would you donate to? What kind of investments would you make? Um, so it gets really kind of specific into really being able to create those future memories. And that's really like, I think a big unique thing in, in this whole process is, is, is being able to do that. And it probably brings to mind what matters most to you, which is going to direct oh, yeah. that when it comes to, like you said, being the type of mom you want to be and also pursuing the area that you're interested in. Like if you want to be the mom who's always up at school, well, that's going to impact what you're choosing to do. But if you're like, mom, I just want to, I want to be really available on the weekends at the sporting events. That's going to change, you know? Yeah. And and I think the big thing is to realize like we get to choose that. Yeah. And that we, God doesn't want carbon copies of, of me or you or anything like that. And so we've spent a lot of time like trying to meet the societal expectations or what we think is, is acceptable to other people. And consequently, we've kind of missed out on understanding what's important to, to ourselves. And that's another big key thing. And what we help uncover is, you know, what is meaningful to you? Because, you know, like you said, to some moms, it's being at school and available all the time. And for some, it's, you know, I'm there on the weekends and, and really, you know, owning that and being okay and comfortable and saying like, this is who God called me to be. And yeah. and I'm great with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone always talks about like, God made you to be the parent of whatever children he brings into your life. But I also feel like it's, he wants you to be living that abundant life with him and inspired and filled with his spirit. And if you're trying to be all the other moms or all the different visions of what you think you should be, not only are you miserable, you're burdened and you're not living in his power and strength. You're living in some vision of what you think you or kind of mom you're supposed to be. And that's miserable. And your kids suffer, actually. They don't, it's not like, you know, we think we're doing these things to be a better mom. We hold that yeah. standard. It's like, no, you're a miserable mom because you're trying to meet all the standards and falling short constantly because it's impossible. Yeah. It's the overwhelm, the burnout, the resentment, just all of those things. And um, the anxiety, just that constant like state of worry. And I think, you know, in doing this work and seeing it with my clients, one of the big, big things is the worry isn't there anymore. It's like, okay, I've put this out on paper. Like this is, it's funny that you say abundant life because it's really called the abundant life vision, but like this, this vision and it's, and it's putting it out there and saying, okay, you know, this is what I want. And, and for me personally, when I, when I go through this work and I, I think about what I want in the future, I always leave it with aligned from a prayer called the litany of trust, but that your plan is greater than anything else. Jesus, I trust in you. It's saying like, yeah, I want this, but it's also saying I'm going to take the action because we were talking about that earlier, how we have to take action in, in co-working with God. And part of that is what we're doing. And so we, we work through that too, in, in coaching, in coaching moms, we often jump to like the, how, like the to-do list. Well, I have this goal like, how am I going to meet? How am I going to get there? And the first step in that is really you're creating your to be list. Who are you being? What kind of standards and values do you have? Who are you showing up to be? How do you feel 
on a day-to-day basis. And then that really guides the to-do list. That guides the action that you're taking. And, and, and I can say that with how like this whole podcast came into being, right? Like I knew that I had to take action. I, I, you know, I said, God, like I, I want to be on podcasts, but he wasn't going to magically make it appear. I had to put myself out there. Right. And then he took care of the rest. And so, you know, I have a client right now who her big vision has this house and owning her own house. They've never owned a house and she wants so bad to own a house and it has a porch and it has a red door. And she can see it clear as day. Guess what the action she's taking right now is to get there? No idea. She is decluttering her current house because the belief that she had is that if she cannot take care of what she has now, how would God ever allow her to have the house that she wants? Yep. And so it's really taking that big vision and then scaling it down into what are you doing every single day to get you there? So, yeah, I mean, we work through all of that, like the to-be list, the to-do list. And that's where a lot of the the big work in understanding how our minds work come into play and the mindset work piece of that. And then um, ultimately, we just keep building on this legacy and 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 that vision that you have of who, who do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? And that's a huge guiding principle in the work that we do. How do you work with moms? Because I, I do know a lot of moms that, they feel led to start a thing or maybe even launch a business or a ministry or whatever it is. And it's really resonating with who they are, but it does take a lot of time and they're feeling very stretched. Like, yes, it's life-giving, but it also is adding to this plate. How do you work through that with them? So we have a very um, intentional like time management component to, to my program. It's really about being able to time block very, very well um, and and putting that on the calendar and about balancing like the have to do's with your want to do's, because that's really where the fulfillment piece comes in. And so it's really, you know, and it's hard to say like an overall basis. Well, this is what this person should do, because it's really taking it one by one on an individual basis and saying, okay, this is meaningful to you. And if this is meaningful to you and this is what you want to be doing. What are you willing to give up? So this is propelling forward. For some people, you know, that means giving up their nightly Netflix binge, you know? And and so it comes with trade-offs throughout the whole thing. But what you start to do is when you're living this life, like it becomes a way of living. You just wake up and this is who you are and this is what you do. This is how you operate. Um, And so it does, it does take some work on an individual basis to kind of narrow that down for each person. You know, like for me yeah. personally, it's about waking up earlier. So I I have like my morning time where I'm doing things that are really intentional and meaningful to me around growing my my relationship with the Lord and the, the spirituality part of it. It wasn't happening any other time of the day. So I had to make the sacrifice of like, hey, I'm going to get up earlier and do that because that's important and meaningful to me. Yeah. Another resource I want to offer to you to help save you a little time and energy, especially if meal planning is not your jam, I want to introduce you to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you're going to get all your ingredients pre-portioned. They have seasonal recipes that gets delivered right to your door. And what's so awesome is you can pick what meals you want. So with, I don't know if your fall schedule is like mine, it's hard to even get everyone around the table on the same night. 
So if I can have a meal that's quick and easy and healthy, done. And so they have these low prep 20-minute meals with easy cleanup that take that stress out from actually making the food but allow you to have that time with your family if that is one of your priorities you want to focus on. And it isn't just for dinner. You can shop their market for quick breakfasts, for wholesome snacks, even desserts. They work with your schedule. So the plans are super flexible. You can change your meal preferences, change your delivery day, even your address just with a few clicks on their HelloFresh app. I personally, every single thing, every single meal that I have gotten from HelloFresh was easy and my boys loved it. I also have ordered these before when I know I'm going to be out of town and my boys or my husband will cook them and have a great healthy meal. So if you want to go check it out, go to HelloFresh.com slash DMA65. That's the number six and the number five. So use the code DMA65 to get 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash DMA65 and use the code DMA65 for 65% off plus free shipping. You will find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So one angle that you may have not considered is if your mom is living, do you know her story? Do you know her journey? I remember it was through using StoryWorth and a question they asked about her first job that I discovered that she worked in a library. I had no idea. And I think there's a lot of aspects of our own moms and mother-in-laws that we don't think to ask. And so I have really loved that every week StoryWorth will email whoever um, you want them to, your father, your father-in-law, your mom, your mother-in-law, your uncle, uh, an important, significant loved one to you with a little prompt, a question, maybe one of their fondest childhood memories or the best advice they ever received. And all they do is respond to that and StoryWorth will collect those stories. They will even create a book for you where they will combine and make this beautiful legacy for you to leave to your own kids. And I'm not the only one who's discovered incredible stories from their loved ones. The StoryWorth podcast spotlights actual StoryWorth customers who volunteer to share their stories with you. The podcast shares some of the most heartfelt, hilarious, and inspiring stories for everyone to hear. StoryWorth helps bring you closer to your loved ones. Learn all about the stories you can discover together at storyworth.com slash podcast. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash podcast to learn all about the stories you can discover. Storyworth.com slash podcast. Well, I'm imagining like I've had seasons where a lot needs to be done and it's amazing that I <laughs> schedule it all and stay on top of it. Then I have seasons where like less has to be done or I don't have to be lots of places. And it is amazing how much time I can waste. Like mm-hmm. incredible. So I'm thinking there's one option where you are helping this mom create a vision, create her to-do and her to-be lists and her time blocking. And when it's time to get her kids from school, she's feeling fulfilled. She has done the things that have to be done, but also that she wants to do. And she's showing up, not feeling this guilt or the shame and like then distracted and trying to cope with eating in the pantry or scrolling on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. she's fully present with her kids because she's not feeling 
that, man, I just wasted a whole day where I should have been whatever. Yeah. And I think we get stuck in the shoulds of like, I should be cleaning the house or, you know, (laughs) this is a real funny, the kids are going back to school. I can finally do the baby books. You know, like all those things that she said, when the kids go back to school, I'll do. And that's great. Like, I think we all have to go through that season of like, if we want to organize our house or we want to do these very, like, I don't know, practical things that have been kind of in the back of our head, like, great, do that. But at some point those are done and they're not fulfilling. And you, you start to wonder and you start to search and that little voice in your head just kind of keeps getting louder because your house is super quiet. Like, what do I do next? And I think letting that little voice guide you and being open to to the possibilities is is really important. And I mean, to your point of like the mom who is doing things that fulfill her during the day and being the, the really present mom, for sure, a hundred percent. There's not that like overwhelm. Like I, I actually enjoy doing all the after school activities because I'm spending my day doing things that are meaningful to me that I think are important and, and, you know, life-giving. And so it allows me to show up. And and to that point, like we think about role modeling and like, what are we showing our kids in motherhood? What are we showing them that it needs to be this a hundred percent sacrifice that we don't do anything for ourselves. I mean, I have a daughter and, and two boys and you know, what am I telling my daughter that she should just kind of, sorry, honey, it's just this normal thing that when you become a mom, like your dreams just don't matter anymore. Yeah. Or am I, am I telling my boys, like when you, you know, get married and have a wife, like she's going to give up on every, like, she's going to give up on all of her dreams. And you're, you know, like instead of, instead of that, like, how am I, by doing this work for myself, how am I being the role model for my kids to tell them to continue to pursue their dreams? We send, tend to navigate our kids towards like the celebrity role models or the athlete role models. Like, no, we should be that role model of our kids seeing us pursue our dreams and, and live our dreams. And um, I mean, I'm sure you probably experienced this with your own kids and bringing them in and, and what you're doing with the podcast, how proud they are of you. And it's like yeah. the most amazing moments. You know? There's moments. I don't know. I don't know that they're that impressed, but it doesn't matter. I don't need their approval. Yeah. No, I think I think you're right. I, I want to even address the moms like we've been talking about when your kids go off to school when your kids go off to school and you have all this time. And there are a lot of moms who listen to the show and maybe they've already turned it off because they're like, this isn't for me, but who are choosing homeschooling and they're choosing that time. And my hope, having been a homeschooled daughter is that you are choosing that because that is part of your wiring and where you are getting fulfillment and you love teaching and you love the time in nature and reading books. And I mean, I just had a guest on talk about all that. That was how she was wired and that actually brought her more life. Fantastic. That's fantastic. But please don't choose to homeschool because you think that makes you a better mom and you're miserable and it's not your wiring and it's not good for your kids and it doesn't help your relationship. Please don't do that. Please. Yeah. For the love of all good things. I think that ultimately is back to that idea of choice. Yeah. You know, understanding that like we're, we're creators, we're creators of the life we're living, whether we are creating what we really want or whether we are creating what we don't want by not, not changing or not taking new action. And so we have that choice and, and there's, there's power in that choice to, again, not do something because everybody else is doing it and not doing it because, you know, everyone says this is the way it should be done, but really trusting and owning 
that your power comes from your choice. And when you choose to be truly who you were made to be, it doesn't feel stressed. It doesn't feel hard. It doesn't feel like, and, and I say that because there are hard things in life. Like right. I get that, but you're not like just living in this constant discomfort when like you're truly aligned and, and you're living that purpose. Like you feel great most of the time. Like you're not sitting there wondering, worrying about like, should I be doing something else or could I be doing something else? Or even that like jumping from one shiny object to the next, trying to find that fulfillment. And there are also a lot of women that would say they don't have a choice when it comes to the job. They've, they've been working full-time this whole time. But just even the inspiration to consider like, yes, financially, we have jobs and contribute, whether it's single parents or whether it's dual income. But have you given up on your dreams that you can have a fulfilling job? Is there education yeah. that you could pursue that would take you into a field that you're more wired for, you just landed in this job because that's what you thought you wanted. And now you're doing it. You're like, I don't really like this. I've never wanted to be a lawyer. And now I'm stuck or whatever it is. Like, I think we get this privilege to reinvent ourselves. Const We're just getting started. Okay. We're just yeah. getting started. Even if I'm 45, just getting started. I'm not done. I'm not even close. So whatever season you're in, I hope that this conversation, if anything has inspired you like if you're in a stuck place to dream or yeah. ask God, do you, what, what do you have for me and allow him to get into your thoughts? There might be a random DM you get or a random conversation <laughs> you have that points you because I think sometimes we don't even invite God into these conversations. We don't even, yeah. we think we're going to solve it or we may complain to a friend or a husband, but we don't take a moment and say, God, what do you have for me? Like, where are you working and how can I join you is the classic experiencing God. Yeah, I think we we are like hands on the wheel, tight on the grip, like trying to be in control. And that's coming from a place of like fear and, you know, lack and it keeps us frozen. Whereas, you know, when we really start to collaborate and invite God in and say like, hey, this is what I want. Is this your plan for me too? Great. Let's, let's, let's go. He becomes your GPS, right? You're, you still have to drive the actual physical vehicle, but he's your GPS keeping you on track and saying like, no, you shouldn't be stuck in this roundabout turning left forever in life. Like you need to take a right, like get out of the roundabout. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, that, that changes things a lot when you, when you see that as like, he's your GPS and you're, you're coming out of place of like faith filled instead of fear filled, you're, you, you have faith that this is, this is what's going to happen. And this is going to work out because you're tapped into and so connected with him in, in everything that you're doing on a daily basis. It just allows so many just good things to flow in. And, you know, to your point, like any mom who's listening to this, no matter what season you're in, whether you're the new mom or you're the, the empty nester mom, like I, I've had a client come to me one time and she's like, I just don't know if you can help me. I feel so hopeless. Like, should I just give up by now? No, the answer is no. There's no reason why you feel like you should, you should have this figured out by now because nobody has this figured out by now. And we don't have to go it alone, right? Like God invites us to be in community and collaborate with other women and work with mentors uh, to bring us closer to, to him and, and, ultimately living the life that he has, he has planned for us. And I, I think that's a 
own look at motherhood instead of looking at it from, you know, comparing our journey to somebody else's, but just knowing like all of our journeys matter and that, you know, we are writing that we were, we're writing our story on, on the pages of God's history book. And, and what do we want that to mean for each of us? So good. Okay. So before we have to go, like, where do you want to point people? Really and truly like getting clarity is probably is the first step. Like the first step, if you are feeling any of the things that we talked about today. Um, and so I, um, I offer a free session. Um, you know, I believe so much in, in, in the power of this and in helping women that the, the first session is, is free. And the first session is really about like evaluating where you are in life right now. You know, what are you doing? What things are working for you, right? Because we're all in different categories of life there were fulfilled and in other categories were not. So it's really taking like this life inventory and, and, and audit of like, okay, this is where I am in life. This is what's going on. And then we really start to see like what the possibility is like, okay, this area I kind of struggle with. I want to make these changes and this is what that looks like. So it's really getting clear by doing this evaluation. Um, and then we start to take action in and really starting to create that vision of, of what you want and what could possibly look different. And then from there, we kind of start to prioritize like where to focus your time and energy. And so, you know, we spend about an hour together just talking. Like, I love to hear women's stories, what they've experienced, what's going on in life. And it's just like mom to mom and saying like, more than likely I've been where you have in so many of these things. And, and let's really talk about what you want to change and, and kind of get clear on that. So clarity is really the first step. So anyone who's interested in that can visit www.caratrocta.com forward slash session, S-E-S-S-I-O-N session. And I will tell you all that the day when I heard from Kara and then I heard from this other mom, I said, oh my goodness to the other mom, let me connect you. And Kara booked a session with her. She's already had the session and it went so great. She's now going to keep coaching with like, you're going to keep coaching her, right? Yeah, we we're going to work together the next six months to to help her get that clarity. You know, she said that the career was a big thing for her. She doesn't she's not fulfilled in that. And so um, that's going to be a big thing that we focus on on, you know, is it is it changing careers? Is it figuring out how to take the career that you're in? And, and what are the missing components that make it fulfilling? And so, you know, the coaching, it, it's teaching and coaching. So, you know, I kind of have a hybrid approach to this where there's lessons that go with it. And then you take what's in the lesson, you you do some homework with that, and you bring all of that to, to a coaching session. And we talk through that. We talk about, you know, where you're struggling, where things are, are working well. So it's a lot of support and accountability as we're going through these, these changes. Um, and I think that's, you know, so important. We try to do so many things alone, I think, because we're scared to admit when we don't know the way ourselves. And so, yeah, there's enough like YouTube videos, right? Yeah. We should be able to, <laughs> if we could change a tire with a YouTube video, I should be able to figure out my life on my own, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I will say from the person who accidentally found a life coach, I will never not work with a coach. I was probably one of those people who thought it was, I didn't need it. And now I will never go without it. And I just see so much value in being able to have someone who's kind of walked that path before you and can kind of guide you and, and coach you and mentor you making those changes. I feel like I've my really a great friend of mine, a mentor, she became a life coach and she helped coach me through my first 
book and she just asked really good questions. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost a mix of a counselor and someone, a mentor. It's like you're asking really good questions to help you sort through and process. And because then you have ownership of it. It's not like someone's yeah. just telling you what to do, which would be yeah. like what a YouTube video is. It's someone engaging with you and interacting with you to, to come yeah, to that and, place. And, and in doing that, it really allows you to uncover the answers for yourself. Yeah. And like, to your point that you take that ownership, it is your journey. It is totally a hundred percent you and the choices that you are making allow you to be that, you know, authentic self. And yeah, it's, it's really that, that question part is, is huge. Very cool. Okay. And are you going to have like a course or something soon, or this is such an interactive thing that you can't do it? Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, currently I am, I have spots available for one-on-one coaching and then it'll eventually probably turn into more of a, a group program. And, and I think the beauty in the group program is the community piece women coming together and being able to share their story, I think is really important and knowing that they, they aren't alone, right? We have to have proof that we're not alone. Um, so the, the, the program is in the works, like it's, it's up and it's running and, um, things just keep adding to it as, as we go along. And I think a big goal that I have is to take all of this off of social media from, you know, a, a program and a coaching perspective, um, and choose a platform that doesn't keep women stuck in scrolling. So, that's the ultimate goal is that this is just an, a, available to women to, to guide them in this journey and making those changes. So it's, it's all in the works. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get started. Yeah, Just like next steps, God, I'm ready whenever you are. Well, I appreciate you being with us and just, you know, throwing out a rope to a mom who's sinking or stuck. And so thank you so much for sharing your story and your thoughts and guiding us. And we will have all the links to Kara in the show notes. So find those there. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so, I'm just so awesome. My goal in introducing this topic to you was to connect you with Kara if you're needing a little coaching to also just bring up the concept. Maybe in your mind, maybe you've been feeling that dissonance in your life and you didn't know what it was to inspire you to connect with God and ask for his direction. Because, you know, Kara mentioned the goal of maybe a bigger house and so you declutter. That to me is maybe not a God goal. Um, that's often just our own like first world desires. But I think connecting with God and really drawing out his heart for you and spending that time to say, hey, God, I have this space in my life. You have wired me this way. What direction do you want me to go? And when she reached out to me, I said, oh my goodness, that is literally my next book. It's called Right Where You Belong. And I think it's on Amazon. You could pre-order it now. Uh, It comes out in April and I will be talking more about it as I'm like wrapping up the final, final stages of edits. But it is my heart to help you listen to the voice of God, to pay attention to your own story and to figure out where he has you because motherhood is one aspect of your entire journey. And sometimes our culture or just messages we get make us feel like it's our everything. And unfortunately, that creates idols out of our children. And when they do launch into adulthood, we've lost who we are. And so my hope is to help you be the whole person God created you to be. And that makes you a better 
mom, wife, friend, and disciple. So uh, I'm going to pray over us and yeah, I'm just going to pray over us. Lord, I thank you that you have made us each so uniquely, that you have us on our own paths and you are moving us in a direction towards the good plans you've planned in advance for us to do. I pray, Lord, that for the mom who is feeling lost or has forgotten how you've made her, or maybe she never discovered that, Lord, that you would meet her in that place, that you would slowly draw her heart to you, that she would find you in your scripture and in quiet moments of prayer with you, that she would start conversations with friends and dig a little deeper into how you've made her and to rediscover that, to dream about things that are your dreams for her and your life for her. And I thank you that we get to do that, God, with you and the gift of that freedom to do that. And Jesus' name, amen. All right, remember, if you want to get a note from me every Monday, just go to olaheather.com. You can sign up. Ola starts with an H, like Heather. And I will send you a little note with some of my favorite things that week, some thoughts, and always a link to this episode. Uh, I'd love to connect with you there. Next week, we move into tweens. Join me here with my good friend, Carissa Fry. I really enjoyed that episode. So I can't wait to share it with you. All right. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us, moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, While you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.